1: To the SNES Podcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello everybody, welcome to Super NES Podcast, episode number 131 this time. Uh, he is George. I'm Greg here to bring you another like fun game this time around. Or so I hope at least.
0: Oh, I see what you did. You put my name first so I couldn't say anything. <laughs>
1: That actually wasn't. That actually, that actually was not my intent. I did. I just thought I. I'm tired that of your
0: crap. I'm putting <laughs> your name first.
1: Well, I was trying to be kind. It, like mix <laughs> things up a little bit here. But, <laughs> I uh, am never satisfied. <laughs> but we are covering a George game this time around. So, uh, and wait, Trud- you didn't pick this one? Ah, mm, uh, you're the one who was. The- <laughs> You're the one who has the who has the obsession for Japanese-only games. It seems like so. I
0: didn't say it was. Uh, it's not. It's not an obsession. It just so happens that the Japanese games are better.
1: Ah, uh, some <laughs> cases perhaps, but <laughs> so, mm. but uh, yeah, but uh, no. Uh, this this game definitely. Uh, this game definitely could have come out. uh come out the West. Um, you know, it's a shame it didn't. But, uh so we are covering one of the uh, Fire Emblem games of this time around. Uh, the Japanese, the Japanese title of this, which I'm going to try my best to hear to pronounce correctly, of uh, this particular game is a uh, Fire Emblem uh, Manchu no Nazo, uh, which translates, uh, which translates roughly to Mystery of the Emblem. Uh, this was the third se- This is the third game in the series. Uh, Came out for the Super NES, um, well, well, technically Super Famicom. You know, I've said it before. I'm just going to call it Super NES just for ease of ease of not tripping over my um, uh, my tongue every single minute. Mm. Uh, January, uh, January 1994 So kind of a mid-release uh, Super NES game, uh, as far as the, um, um, as far as that goes. Um, uh, the famous uh, the famous Gunpei, uh Yoki was the producer of the game, along with some of the uh, you know, designers were the, the designers were most of the same staff that were, had worked the um, had worked the first two games in the series. Uh, this is a this is a this is a tactical role-playing series, which is a de- series to which was all uh, which was developed and still is being produced by uh, Intelligent Systems. Um, I don't believe we've covered it before before, on the, before in the podcast, or so uh, so uh, so, uh, so talk about them a little bit. Uh, they were founded back in September of 1986. Uh, like I uh, like how laboratories—they have been—they have, been, have, been, have been closely associated with Nintendo for, throughout most of their history, in producing games uh, for them. Um, and many games they either made by themselves or also worked in conjunction with uh, Nintendo's uh, R&D One, uh, the famous, uh, the famous, uh, uh, um, uh, probably probably the most famous, uh, famous of the famous of Nintendo's in-house production teams out of several. So. Um, and many games, intelligence systems, were, intelligence, intelligence systems worked on over the years, we didn't know about that they did in the West because it was very common in the 80s, 90s, and particularly in Japan to kind of hide uh, who produced games to the point where, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, to the point where even nowadays we don't even know for many games who actually worked on the games uh, because that information was kept hidden uh, like for so many years. But I do love you know,
0: it when they hide information. <laughs>
1: But yeah, uh, either by themselves or uh, um, yeah, uh, but either by themselves or in conjunction with R&D One, uh, Intelligent Systems worked on many of the best NES games over the years. They worked on they worked on uh, Mario Brothers, Tennis, uh, Duck Hunt, um, uh, Metroid, um, uh, Wrecking Crew, uh, Famicom Wars, uh, Sim City uh, for the Super NES, um, Super Metroid, Tetris Attacks. Uh, is, is with Famicom Wars, the Paper Mario series, uh, the WarioWare series. Um, I could go on and on here. A lot of games over the years. Uh, Dragon Quest Wars. Um, yeah, so they're primarily known like for their work uh, like in the Fire Emblem, uh, the Advanced. Well, uh, the Advanced Wars. Technically, it's the War series. I, I just uh, you know I, I tend to think of it as Advanced Wars because the GBA games are the ones I played the most out of. Uh the, the, uh, the Paper Mario and the Paper Mario, like, the war, uh, you know, like, Noirware series. So, very good company. A lot of great games under their belt over the years. So, um, Fire Emblem... I'm gonna... So, Fire Emblem as a series has a long history. So, I'm uh, So, I'm just, uh, so I'm just gonna try to talk about this series real quick here. And actually, the first game, we can talk about for a moment, George. Because it's actually very relevant, to, like, relevant in this case. Because... Uh, the very first game in the series was Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, which came out for the uh, um, uh, the Famicom in 1990. And it mention is relevant because of the fact that this game, recovering are covering this podcast, uh, uh, Mystery of the Emblem, actually includes kind of a uh, a remake—not a full remake, but at least a remake uh, um, um, of you know, um, you know, that first game. Um, as I said, um, you know, it's the first like two parts, which is very interesting. You don't really see that being done in games of uh, play this time period. Yeah. So. Um so yeah, after that, yeah, so after that there was Gaiden, which was like a, 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 a as the name suggests kind of a spin-off um a spin-off game in uh, 1992, and then this game Mr. the emblem was the third game in the series. Uh the series is now up to let me count here real quick. Um Oh wow. Did I count that right? I think I did. You tell me. 16 games in the series. Not counting like spin offs, um, uh, like offshoot games, so um, that might
0: sound right, yeah, 100%.
1: The most recent game came out a few months ago for the Switch called Three, um, uh, Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, so the series is still, um, like alive and well. So, uh, we did not see the series here in the West until Fire Emblem just called something called Fire Emblem over here in the West, uh, like the GBA 2003. Uh, in Japan the game is known as uh, uh, um, um in Japan the game was known as translated to uh, the Blazing Blade but because it um uh but because it was the first game we got here in the West it just called Fire Emblem. And that and that's our first exposure um exposure exposure to the series also here in the West. That's a very good game. Uh I played a lot of the Fire Emblem games after that because I love the um uh because I like the series so much. But I've not played the most recent games. Uh what's your history with the I uh, history history franchise George? Why do you want to cover this? Uh,
0: I like Fire Emblem. Uh, so that's actually a good question. I can't really remember. I mean, Fire Emblem's a series that, um, even over here in the West, we've had for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't remember the first. Was it the first one? The first one in the series that we got was it the GameCube one? No, I, I didn't,
1: think. Uh, no, I just no. I know. I, no, I just sorry. talked about it. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: sorry. I drew a, a complete blank. It was GBA. GBA, yes, Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're completely right. You did say that. Uh, <laughs> the um, GameCube one was Path of Radiance. Oh, you know what? You know what? I got confused with. Uh, that's the first time I saw it. I believe mm. was on the GameCube. That's yep. what I was thinking. Yep,
1: you're, think, yep, yep, you're thinking. Yep, yep. probably thinking. you're probably thinking of. You're probably thinking of Path of Radiance, which came in 2005. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the first time I ever saw the series. Like. Yeah, like that's back a good in the game. day. Yeah, I never played it. Oh, okay. <laughs> i never got it. Yeah, which is I was, a big old yeah, shame.
1: I was so starved for GameCube software that um, you know that um, you, know, um, you know that was definitely like a game I bought. So because there just wasn't very much unique stuff for the GameCube that I wanted to play. So uh, Ooh, I
0: d- that's that's a rough thing to say considering yeah, how many yeah. interesting games there are on there. I, know.
1: I, I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, this is not a secret. Secret. I've, I've talked about this before in the past. Uh, the GameCube, the GameCube has some great games. And just that the library of the library, of, like must-play games, is very small on that system. I think, probably, uh, uh, probably less than a dozen. Um, you know, I'd argue, but but Path of Radiance definitely, uh, Path of Radiance is definitely uh, is definitely on that list. It's a very good game.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was a thing I knew about ever since the GameCube release, and I, I don't know. I'm kind of drawing a blank actually you know it was just something that i had in the back of my mind for a while and mm. then at some point i got one of the games on the ds and i played a bit of and i was like yeah fire mm. emblem wahoo <laughs> i don't know and then i want to check this out i right. really don't know i don't have a crazy history i can't really remember like other than just keeping like oh yeah the fire emblem game on gamecube like keeping that in the back of my mind for like Years and years and years. Other right. than that. I don't really yeah, have I, much history with it.
1: I think you mentioned, yeah, I think you mentioned, I think you mentioned in the past that you have played some of the Fire Emblem Warriors games, which are the Koai spin off ones.
0: Uh, no. I didn't oh. play that. Oh, okay. I all don't right, have yeah. that game. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, there's, um, yeah, 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 it looks pretty good. You know, like, a, um, just a, a common, you know, combination of Fire Emblem, like, meets, like, you know, like, um, uh, Dynasty Warriors, so. There was yeah. also uh there was also there was also there was also Fire Emblem Fire Emblem Heroes like the uh I mean which is a mobile uh which is a mobile version of the game. So uh there um apparently other like you know like spin-offs, but so uh yeah, the Fire Emblem series has done very well uh here in the West since, uh I, mean, since uh I mean since the first game came out here. So uh, You know, like so, like I said, yeah, new game just came out a few months ago. We're probably gonna, you know, like we're probably gonna, uh, we're probably gonna, we're probably gonna continue to see uh, new games. However, unfortunately, unfortunately, most of the older games have not come out here in the West, uh, even though they have been remade several times. This game also, this this game is this also included in it, included it, like, in that list. Um, I mentioned that before how this game is kind of like a two-part game almost the first part the first part's a remake of the original fireland game uh shadow dragon and blade of light uh, 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 uh a very cool name by the name. um oh, by the way you know i really like that
0: <laughs> you yeah. know uh
1: and the second game's original story uh this game mystery of the emblem has been has been uh has been re-released twice it also came uh it, uh, uh it was first remade uh, for the for the uh and I didn't know and I did not know this until I was doing research. This also this also came out on these Tel View. Uh in Japan. Uh BS oh, Yeah, BS Fire know. BS Fire Emblem in nineteen ninety seven. Hey, uh, uh, you watch your mouth. <laughs> uh so um it's very close to, yeah, it, yeah, it's very close to first it's very close to this game. Um just like you know, it just simply just like it's time-based instead because of course the service only service the service was only available for a few hours or a few hours a, a night each day so the objective in this game was, just, uh, was just to try to defeat is um um you know defeat defeat all the stages before the timeline ran out right so um the, uh and the second remake was for the ds uh fire emblem new mystery of the emblem which came out in um to do uh uh which came on 22 which came on 2010. And this game was also released in 2017 as part of the Japanese version of the Classic NES edition. Uh, but as I mentioned before, none of these none of these remakes have ever come out here in the West. So this is a game. Right. Which, so this is a game that remained totally Japanese only. However, because, however, however, because this game got very high marks, this is one. This, this was the first. This was one of the first games in the series to be fan translated. The fan translated version has been bit, uh, um, has been out there for a good ten years at this point. So actually, even longer because the work on actually started before that. But you no, know, it seems like the um it, it seems like the definitive version came out in two thousand nine. So, uh so uh, like so yeah, so if you want to play it, uh, that, uh you know that ROM's very, you know, that patch ROM is very easy to find. So But uh, I would hope so. Yep. So the game itself, um most people probably know what a tactical role playing game it is. It's just like um it's a uh it's a role playing game that often involves um, more strategy than a traditional uh, role playing game, because it's like a top down view where you're um you know you know, where each stage each battle you get to um uh you get to pick your um to pick and move your units on a map. Uh say so have decided you wanna like move and move them over here, attack this guy, you know, do this action, whatnot. So and after all, uh, and so after and so when you attack somebody in uh, most in most in most tactical role playing games the action switches to the action which is it the action switches to a side view one-on-one uh combat sequence we get to see the result of your attack um and then after all your units have gone the enemy uh, gets to move their units and so on and so on um until the battle's done with and, and then between battles you get story you also sometimes uh, you also sometimes depending on the game get the option to go into towns to buy stuff uh talk to people whatnot so um, yeah, so it's a very you know I enjoy you know these are two genres I've always loved uh, role-playing games and tactical games. So like you know so so uh, like so games like this and like Advanced Wars just really like appealed to me a lot because like it's uh, um because because it's, it's an almost perfect it's an almost, almost perfect marriage of um, both genres. Yeah. Um. So uh, this game so this game is a uh because it's a because ha- um um so half the games i mentioned Four is a remake of the first game uh the, the second part of the game is a, the second game of the story is a sequel uh to that game so it's kind of like a, um it's kind of like getting like you know the best of both the world's almost like in this one uh the plot is the, the plot of this game is basic fantasy stuff but uh um you know, before it is you know it's like pretty good um so um so like here uh, so yeah, like in, 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 yeah, in very basic terms, you're playing like you know like a rural, a member of the royal family and his friends that you're trying to like you know defend the you know defend the kingdom, blah 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 kind of stuff. But so, uh, it's a good story. I think the later the later for the later Fire uh, Emblem games, of course, of course, do it better because they have like more space and experience to work with and whatnot. But for what this is, um, you know, it, it works. It, you know, gets the job done. So. I mean, you got to keep in mind that uh,
0: there are two books in this game. True. Yep. Um, and one book is actually the first game uh, with some stuff cut. Right. Yep. And the uh, second book is the se- the whole second game. Right. So. so I don't know if it was a th- like a thing like in development. Oh, we have a bunch more space left why don't we put the first game in there as well? Or Uh, if it was something they did at the beginning and then they're like, oh, well, we can't fit any, we can't fit anything terribly new now because we have all the space used. Not sure. But I kind of agree that it is kind of simple.
1: I was going to talk about that a little bit, a little bit. You're, you're pretty close.
0: I'm always jumping ahead, Greg. (laughs) Uh,
1: No, it's fine. Like you're pretty close to your first guess. Um, uh, this was initially, uh, these, uh, these two books were initially conceived as separate projects, um, you know, and the work okay. teams, um, so the work teams, there's, there's, it's like the work teams working in both of them at the same time, and, and then they realized, you know, hey, we're, we're kind of, uh, we're kind of duplicating resources here, you know, you know, wasting time and money, why don't we, you know, why don't we, so why don't we, um, you know, why don't we just combine them, and combine them, and put them, combine them, and, you know, put them on the same game, so... Um, this game also was made easier to, easier in the first two games to um to encourage new players to, to try the, uh to try the series. So it was made simpler on purpose. Hmm. So, um, uh, because yeah, it's still it's still yeah. This is this is actually I have experience about that. I totally understand Nintendo wanting to you know wanting to say you know hey we think we made the first games kind of. You know, kind of, too, kind of too difficult. Let's difficult. let kind of, you know, let's kind of crank the, you know, crank the difficulty down a little, little bit because difficulty in the game is always a very hard thing to be able to accurately judge because it's like what you may find easy, somebody else may find, you know, very difficult. You know that kind of stuff. But, um. I appreciate I appreciate the fact of what they're trying to do here. I kind of I kind of felt, however, the, I kind of felt, however, at least for me, this game was a little bit too easy. I, I, I I'm not sure if you had the same experience, George, but it's like they could kind have of made it a little bit you know, a little bit more difficult. I thought.
0: I mean, if you try to turn your brain off and play the game, you definitely can screw yourself over. Mm. But if you're trying and you're thinking like yeah you're right it is kind of easy in a sense mm. um you just gotta be a little careful because sometimes you can get yourself like surrounded and then mm-hmm. next thing you yep. know everyone's dead yep <laughs>
1: um yeah no yeah uh yeah yeah I, I definitely thought they did a better job in the later fireman games about like you know bouncing difficulty level out uh, much better um this also reminded me a lot about um did you ever play so did you ever play either the shining force games on genesis george Yes, this reminded me a little bit about that. I mean, I think this game has more story than that than those games do, but a lot of the gameplay mechanics like, felt the same. Ah, uh, yeah, kind of.
0: I guess it does kind of have somewhat of a uh, similar feeling. Hmm. hmm, I didn't even think of that. I mean, I do like Shining Force.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Me oh too. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, trying to, so, unique things about this game, um, there's a chance of getting critical hits, uh, with your units, which can do triple the amount of damage done, but you happen to get it. Yes. Yep. Which are very nice. Um, uh, you have, uh, you have, um, uh, you earn experience points during battle of course. Um, the, um, uh, you going to level 20. Uh, that's the cap. So, um, Oh, really? Yep. Ooh. Uh, however, however, your character key, your character can change class as, as the game goes on. Uh, however, um, you, however, you do so, uh, even though you get a stat, a, a stat bump, your experience level goes all the way back to one. So we have to just, like, start over again as far as, as far as I like, try to get experience like that character. No. So, so do not change classes willy nilly. I mean, you, I mean, I mean, you do want to change classes with some of the people, uh, eventually, but just, just the, just, uh, just to be careful doing it. Right, right. Uh, you also have the support system, which I was surprised to see to see was present this early in the series. Because you um, be you know because uh, you know, because, uh, because, uh, because, I'm, because because support, the, the support system is a very important part about later fire. Uh, is a very important part in the later fire Emblem games. I I did not know that it started out this early in the uh, 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 like the franchise. Um, basically, what that means is that if two characters have a plot, really have a plot reason to be close to one another, which is you know. It's, 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 you know, for example like you know like uh, friends or lovers or whatnot um uh their um uh their stats can be boosted up uh such as like attack power like or dodging and, okay uh, yeah and and uh support system carefully using the support system can make a big difference in battle because like you know um because you can use that to try to um you know to help get help gain the edge over like a powerful enemy. So I think those are pretty much the special, the special, the special unique things uh, about this game. The kind of, the kind of, that um, you're know, kind of differentiated, uh, like some of the other um, tactical RPG games, uh, you know, like The sort, But um, uh, this was the, the um, this was a uh, well, oh, oh okay yeah. Um, uh, book two, which is the new content of the game, uh, takes place. Um, as mentioned before, uh, 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 uh mentioned before, uh, like a sequel to book one, which itself is just kind of like a, a partial remake of the first game in the franchise. Book two takes place two years after the events uh, um, uh, after the event in book one. This is not the th- again, again, this is nothing like Fire Emblem game to do that. And again, I'm surprised to see how early how early the franchise that that, that trick was done. Uh, Fire Emblem for the GBA also like also they also the same thing uh, like their chapters. Like the first, for the, the first chapter of the game, uh, you you play for a while, and then like and then the, like, and then, about it, like and then like book two, like a year a year uh, um your years passed. So, um, again, you know, I was surprised to see how early how early in the franchise. I was just surprised how early in the franchise so many things I there's so many things are present in this game. Because I'm like, oh, this is here. I I didn't expect that. Ha. Huh. So. Uh, yeah, really, like, really forward-thinking. Um, it also kind of, um, you know, it both goes to show how deep and how carefully made the games were uh, for the time period, and also kind of good, um, you know, also shows how much, it also shows how little, how little franchise has, has actually changed over the years. Uh, minus addition of things like, you know, like, 3D graphics, uh, uh, voice acting, that kind of stuff. So, right. Very interesting going back to the past like this, um, like, for sure. So, um... The graphics of this game are very good, I thought. They're I thought they're you know, they're um you know, they're very handsome looking super NS graphics. Um, you know, like you know, you have your typical out you you know, your typical outdoor stuff, like you like houses, trees, river or river uh rivers whatnot. Um, you know, they look very good. Uh they're not like you know super super detailed, but they are the you know, but I thought um you know I thought most cases they had the new but I thought most cases they had a very like new like a um um, throw it out, throw it out, out. Look to them. So, some of the characters I think it'd be a little bit hard to recognize at a glance because some of the classes kind of look similar to one another, but that's really my own gripe as far as the graphics went.
0: Yeah, I think they're pretty simplistic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess there could have been a little bit more done about them, but I mean, I don't have any gripes. With them, really. Other than, I mean, like, like when you get into battle, it looks pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The overworld yeah, stuff yeah. is kind of right. simplistic, though. Right. The, uh, actually, the graphics for the in battle stuff kind of reminds me of the what it looks like in the the DS games or mm-hmm. game or whatever. Yep. I don't right. know how many there
1: are. Yeah. Uh, the music the series is pretty good. Um, it's just like your typical, uh, our typical 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 standard, fancy uh, fancy uh, uh, you know RPG ish type music, um, you know not bad uh, good soundtrack I thought it'd be a good use, um, you know since I um, you know. Some of the music was carried over from the first game, of course, because the Book won, So, but I thought the kind of, um, but, um, but you know, listening to both versions, I thought that um, I thought the team did a pretty good, pretty good job of of kind of enhancing that music, um, you know, on Super NES, especially seeing the Dragon, the, um, the you know, Dragon Quest music music was done when, when uh, when when from NES to Super NES, so yeah. Uh, you were okay with the music; I didn't hate it.
0: Uh... I mean, you just keep hearing it over and over. It's one of those games where it's like, Yeah. It's kind of time to like not (laughs) listen to the music now. So it's not (laughs) like it was grating. It was just like, I'm hearing the same thing over and over again. I think a lot of people would kind of just like... This was one of those games where I like watched a video in the background while I played... (laughs) Mm-hmm. the yep. game you know i had youtube up and i was watching some stuff and i was like yeah i i'm I'm done with the music already right. again it's not bad it, it, it is good i like it yeah but you keep hearing it over and over again so sure at right, least exactly. at least for me it's like i'm gonna watch or listen to something in the background <laughs> <laughs> but um
1: yeah so um you know like um that's that's really the game. The game in a nutshell. It's like you know. It kind of feels like we're not talking about it a lot, but at the same time, at the same time, there's you know, you really a can't... lot to
0: this game. But there's also not enough to this game. Yeah. If that makes
1: sense. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, because it, yeah, because it, the only way really the only way we talk about the game more is if we start doing a deep dive of the story, which I really like, don't want to do. So. Oh uh,
0: yeah, let's not.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know the game. The games, the, the, you know, like I said, the games fairly easy. I thought, uh, you know, you know, I did not think, however, like it's pretty breezy. What was your experience with that, George? You know the, battles, the, you know, the battles, the battles, don't take too long. You know, I was pretty happy with the pace. Um, uh, I mean, the pacing of the game.
0: Yeah, and I find it pretty interesting that you have to have the main character, like the main character can go to specific areas that the other uh, characters mm. cannot go, and then yeah, also c- you go to the main castle to. Sees it, and sometimes that opens up uh, story dialogue, and I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yep,
0: so it's there's not always a boss battle at the end. It's yep. like you know, sometimes it brings up story where two char- right. two or more characters are conversing.
1: Yep, you're right. Good point. I, I, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, there's not many games. I've not seen many games that do that. That actually that actually do that. Um, another game that does yeah. that. Um, another game that does that with some of the battles. Uh, Super Code Two, uh, Konami's a great RPG game uh, for the PlayStation, also has some tactical, also has some tactical, some tactical battles, kind of similar to this. And some, yeah. and, um, and, um, and some of those battles, uh, you you only need to um uh, you only need to have your 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 hero unit actually enter one of the castles or towns to finish the to finish the fight. You don't need to actually beat everybody on, on the map. So, um, kind of you know kind of the same idea, but, um. Uh, here also with that. So, again, very, very impressive. Very impressive to see all this stuff in 1994 because this really does seem like ahead of time, like in many ways.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, apparently it was good enough to make a sequel after this. So. Yeah.
1: And the game sold very well <laughs> in Japan. So, um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. like, uh, but, uh, you know uh, most people, most people, most people felt that the low difficulty was the was like, the right thing to do Uh because it did bring a bunch of. You know a bunch of new fans into the series uh the the um there's uh the few the few temporary translated japanese articles that can find about the game talked about both the overall quality and the improvements made to the gameplay uh and presentation of con uh, and the presentation of combat over there uh, you know, over the first game of the series is being like you know much much better so yeah uh, uh famitsu the famous japanese gaming magazine who we've talked about before several times uh, they gave the game during its initial release in 1994
0: 36 out of 36 out of 40. Yeah, that sounds about
1: right. So um, there's no there's no sales numbers available available for available for how the game sewed originally 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 back in originally back in 1994. Um, however, it's 3D. Uh, however, however, it, however, it, it's 3DS a remake and remake uh, so about um, you sold almost a million. Um, in million units in Japan. So, you know, like um oh, well there you go. Yep, yeah, pretty good sales.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: some of the um the game, uh, uh more recent years, some of the uh, some Western magazines and uh, so, so Western magazines and websites and websites have also covered the game. Uh, RPG Gamer, for example. Um, you know, you know, I felt the game was uh the game story was fine without being great, which is what I said. <laughs> um, and they uh. He also he also said it was very interesting to see how many how many gameplay aspects were a precursor to what would came like um to what would come later on in the series with the more refined and expanded mechanics of the games, uh uh you know, the games uh, in the franchise, which uh which I also tried to say earlier. I'm not really sure how I'm not really sure how well of a good job I, I did say in that point, but yes, it's like it's like this this game has many ideas and concepts which are kind of either half baked or mostly baked. Would get fully baked by the time like the later GBA and DS games, um, that games of the franchise. So
0: yes, and all the relationship stuff right. eventually gets really deep and right some so. uh, just a bunch of crazy stories and yep,
1: yep. So um, you know overall, like so overall, they like, gave the game a three and a half out of uh, um, you know three and a half three and a half. They got like five stars. Um, basically, uh, their final remarks about it was that they felt that the game was worth seeking out for anybody who's fan of the series um but that you know that if you're, i um, mean you know, but um but if you're not really familiar with fireman games you can skip this one and just play some of the later games the franchise instead so with pretty much our final thought on it uh uh and no life just no life also got the guys reviewed the game they gave it like edit um uh they gave it like eight out of ten uh stars
0: yeah okay, are
1: yeah yeah that's good <laughs> so um the overall, the overall fan ratings of this game also seem to agree with that stuff. You know, like um, you know, three point eight out of five stars is the average. I'd like you know, like two hundred votes, pretty much. Um, uh, Forty hours, think like about the game length, which they say the game is, which, which I think is right. You know, that seems. Uh, from when I played with the game, full disclosure, uh, full disclosure. I think the Georgia and I were able to finish the game, but uh, no, not way too long, <laughs> but. But yeah, forty hours I think is right. You know that feels right for the um, you know, for how you know for for how for how how long the game would be. So, um, I think I think that I think that Mike over um, um, sorry, like you know, like Michael Mike Mohenki at RPG Gamer uh, hit the nail on the head. Um, If you're a fan of the Fire Emblem series, this game definitely worth like fun checking out because you know this is a very good, it's a very playable game of the series. It definitely is fun. Um, You know, it's very interesting to see how many ideas and concepts—concepts were concepts were either were either already present or being worked on all the way back in 1994, uh, for like the franchise. Um, however, if you're however if you're if you're new to the however if you're new to the Fire, em- Fire Emblem series, or or like me, came on board with the GBA games, uh, probably better off skipping this one and just playing some of the later games instead, because you know uh, those because, because those ideas and concepts got finished in a much better, much better form uh, later on, later on, in, later on in those games. So I, so I agree with that definitely, definitely 100%. It's a fun game. I do it too. It, yeah. yeah. You know, like it's a fun game for what it is. It definitely, um, you know, you know, if you're a fan of the series, you know, if you're a diehard tactic RPG, a tactical RPG fan um, or you're a fan of the series and never play, um, and and, and, and never play this game for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Otherwise, you otherwise, you otherwise, otherwise, I, I think you would skip it. Yeah, as um, long as
0: you're not a super fan, I don't see a reason to sure uh, play yep. through this. Just yeah, play the the newer ones. Uh,
1: the fan uh, the 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 fan, the fan translation, though, however, is very impressive. You know, uh, you know, it's always you yes. Know, you know, we talked about this before, but it always wows me just how much just how much of a labor of love that all these fan translations are, and how good most of them are. Uh, because, and you like... know,
0: a lot of a lot of games are really hard to to translate because. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't fit, like, all the words you want to, so you have to, like, rewrite the script and see what you can fit in. And some games kind of suffer with the translations because they can't fit into too much, but some, they're able to figure out how to to fit all of it in because, you know, when it's written in kanji or whatever the heck it is, you know, you can fit a lot more words. Right, exactly. So, yeah, English sucks is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) We should all learn Japanese.
1: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that should be the official language of the world. So,
1: so uh, yeah, I don't have, so so yeah, I don't, so I don't have any like major biting complaint to this game overall. You know, I you know I already mentioned most of my most of my nitpicks on the game. You know, music, you know the, you know story music's kind of meh. Um, you know, the, you know, the combats the combats a little bit easy. Um, you know if you've if you played any of, um you played any other Tactic RPG games in the little, little bit of the past um i thought um i, I thought the controller was, was a little bit was, was, was a little bit clunky in spots did you probably uh, um, uh, this may have been a, um this, this may um this emulation an emulation issue did you have that issue george
0: no i didn't actually hmm. okay
1: all right what exactly uh, what was
0: what exactly was going on
1: the cursor the cursor the cursor just felt slow you know, like no, I don't think I screen. had that problem. Were you yeah. holding
0: the D-pad or were you
1: uh, pressing uh, it? Um, yeah, I was usually holding it.
0: Oh, I don't know. I yeah. usually just like just tap, tap, tap.
1: Yeah, I probably should have done oh, that. I don't know. So, yeah. Huh. Um, did you have any? So, did you have any? Uh, really? Um, you know, like um. Things you things you really loved or hated about the game that you are um, you have it um for the, for, the, for the already mentioned previously, George.
0: Uh no, I don't really have any problems. I kind of like how uh easier it was. So sure. like yep. this is like I said before, this is kind of like one of those games where you don't need to like super get into it, but like I mean, you do need to pay attention a little bit hmm no but but you don't have to pay a hundred percent attention to you don't need to be you know you don't have to like think of strategies while you're at work <laughs> to figure out how to beat that one guy you right know. yeah yeah so. just make sure your units don't die make sure your units get somewhat of an even amount of experience between everybody but hmm. uh, also make sure Marth doesn't die oh yes yeah, and also level him up because
1: if he does die, that's not good. Yes, like you know, uh, also, uh, also, uh, also, paying attention to tactics is also somewhat important. Uh, the game uses the, the, game, the game, the game uses a modified, paper, uh, uh, a modified, a modified paper rock scissors system, where some types of units are more effective against other types of units. So yeah. learning, just learning that, to making sure to take advantage of that, and also, and also taking, and also taking advantage of the, taking advantage of like the support mechanic is very important so uh, both those things will get you like pretty far in the game just just right. even if you're not like a very good player so yeah. um, yeah it's a shame yeah it's a shame that, yeah, it's, a shame that yeah, it's a shame that with all the re-releases of the game and all the and the popular uh, um, you and the, uh, uh, and the popularity of the series now in the west this, the, with the west this game, this game still hasn't gotten a western release but you know maybe someday who knows it did probably have,
0: not to be honest yeah
1: but <laughs> Yeah, by now probably not. Uh, by not. It's, you know, you you know, it's just a shame. But so, yeah. What I did, um, as, um as a final note, a final note, what I did I um what I did find very interesting is that actually this game was popular enough to have an anime based off of it. Um, they released two episodes um the two episodes in 1996, uh, which were based off the game. Uh, which happened, which happened. Translated and translated and released to the west as well um however, however, there's only two episodes because of the two episodes because the uh, because the episodes, because the episodes didn't sell very well, so it was never finished ooh so it's very curious they actually brought over to the west two episodes of an anime that didn't that um you know they did so poorly, you know but yeah. That that seems strange, but okay. <laughs> Sometimes strange things like that happen. Yes. So yes. um So um just like uh, um and yeah, just uh, just uh, um you know just like real quick, uh the remake of this game, uh, Fire Emblem New Mystery of the Emblem for, uh, like the DS is actually is actually a remake of the DS Fire Emblem game. Uh curiously enough, so there's not really too much different about that game. There's custom, um, you know, there's a you know better graphics, better graphic music, of course. Um, uh, there's now there's now customizable avatars you can use like for the main character. Um, the additional story content that the BSC game had is also um, 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 is also included like in this. So uh, it's the first time that a it, it, um, uh, it's also the first time that a that a, a game originally originally released for the uh View got released in any form by Nintendo. So, hmm. Uh, very huh. curious about that, so, but, uh, yeah, um, I, I could not, I, I looked, I could not find a patch, a fan, uh, a translation patch, a uh, patch, like that, uh, for that version of the game, unfortunately. So, but, you know, at least the, at least the, at least the, at least the patch available, the patch available for, for, for uh, for the Famicom version, of that, um, is very, very good. so, Yes. Can't yes. complain about that. So, um, because, because this game was so popular, uh, it's a very cheap game to get. Um, even if it comes from like Japan. So, uh, let's talk prices. Uh, if you want, there are copies of the game that can be, there are there, there are some copies of the game that were sold by North American sellers. So, um, so, uh, like if you don't want to, so if you, so if you, uh, so if you would prefer to, t- to deal with a more domestic seller, you know US uh, US and Canada seller uh, for, for for trust reasons and/ or for quicker shipping uh, there are some copies there are some copies available like available in these countries um, there is one currently currently as of time as the as, as time both like to record this there's one copy a copy of this game cart only uh, available on eBay from another American seller uh, being listed to being listed total price these all these prices include shipping for thirteen dollars there, nope. there was one uh uh, there, there, uh there's one cart there was one cart version of the game that's over they that sold recently for 11 and um and, 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 and there's one cart there one cart also included with the with the japanese uh strategy guide for this game uh bundled uh uh, uh that's over 16 dollars that's pretty good uh there are there are currently there are currently no cib copies of this game available for sale by north american sellers but three of them sold recently uh those prices were that um um and um and those copies we those copies sold for sold for nineteen twenty and twenty and twenty-six dollars. That's really good. Well what's even better is that willing to um you know what's even better is that you're willing to like you know wait for shipping. Uh there's there's plenty of uh, uh plenty of copies the there's plenty of copies of this game available from Japanese sellers for uh you know for much on like, cheaper prices. Uh twenty twenty four copy, 20 24 copies currently listed, forty four forty-one copies. Uh like recently sold. Uh carts sold anywhere from five to seventeen dollars. Wow. Uh, from Japanese sellers. Right. Uh CIB copies sold anywhere from for tw- sorry. CIB examples 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 sold anywhere from eight to forty four dollars.
0: Oh. Hmm.
1: Uh, and, and unlike many Japanese games, there, I could not find. Okay, I could not find uh, any evidence that anybody, the uh, uh, any ev- any evidence that anybody any was ever done a repro version of this game, which I, um, you know, which is curious. But you know, there are no, nobody's nobody's taking the time to put it to to, to put this game onto a North American style cart, uh, um, you know, with the with the, with the with the with the translation patch already applied. Uh, compared to many of the Japanese games which I can kind of, you know which is kind of strange because you cause considering how well this game sold so but meh, mm. yeah. oh well so anyway if you have the means to be able to play it um you know uh, you know for example if you for, like for example if, um, if you know Japanese or if you have like a, a clone system there um, you know where you can like apply the um you apply know, the patch you can get a um you know like a cart version of the cart version of like, this game is very cheap so yeah some good prices though Yep, for yeah. sure. So I couldn't, and so and so obviously. Well, I, I should say, well, I, well, I shouldn't say obviously. Uh, being a tactical role playing game, these games, these, um, you know, these games, these games, don't, these games don't, don't usually have any like G codes or whatnot. I couldn't find any. Um, however, I couldn't I, I couldn't find any uh, um, you know a, a, um, any any information about any like bugs or hidden features or whatnot in this game. So um, pretty pretty well programmed. Then if it doesn't have any of those. So, intelligence systems usually intelligence systems usually usually knows, usually, knows usually knows what they're doing like they're making their games. So kudos to them. Yay. So, all right, I think that's a, I think that's a wrap for this episode. uh George, did, did, did you have any other thoughts? Um, your final thoughts or whatnot that you want to say about the game? Uh,
0: no, not really. I think I said everything. Okay. Part? Cool. All
1: right. Well uh for our next episode uh we are going to look at it look at it look at some games of a genre that we've not covered yet on this podcast Mostly because i was curious to see how they are um you know we're going to, um you know um we're gonna cover so we're gonna cover two games in, in that episode because uh, um uh, you know,
0: because we feel like it
1: well it's because you know um you know you know it kind of it kind of seems silly talking like talking talking about one game without mentioning the other game. And both these games are pretty casual enough. that There's no problem covering both in the same episode. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna cover the two pool games that came out for the uh, Super NES, A.K.A. Billiards. Um to use the more official uh, official name. Uh, Championship Pool and Side Pocket. Um, Side Pocket also Side Pocket also uh, Side Pocket also got a Genesis a Genesis a Genesis release. Championship pool appears to be appears to be unique to Super NES, so we're going to talk about those games and see how they compare and contrast and whatnot. So should be a fun episode.
0: Yeah, I I'm interested to see how they are.
1: Yeah, you know I, you, yeah you know you know I enjoy pool games. Um, you know, the NES has a the NES has like very has very good pool games. A little bit surprised actually that Super NES the Super NES only has like two pool games on it, but um you know that's all there is so um but anyway um thank you again as always for listening to this episode if you have any questions comments feedback feedback etc feel free to feel free to check us out on our, our facebook uh you can also send me an email directly if you want to using the email uh the podcast at yahoo.com we also have a patreon where you can get like uh, special perks uh, for being a supporter for like, like, like for as little a dollar a month you can get shouted out of the, uh, at the end of every so- episode like I'm going to do right now for Chad, Corey, and David thank you guys very much for, for your support uh, Higher Tiers can also give you access to early, to, to, to early, early episodes or to be a dictated uh, game uh, for us to cover so uh, we have a few months of this podcast already planned but you know there's always room for for, for, like, for uh, guest episodes or, or whatnot, plugging without any kind of problem. So, um, yeah, by all means, please check us out there if you want to. Uh, that website is uh, um, so that website is www.patreon.com forward slash, the SNES podcast. So, George, where they, um, uh, if person's if person's inclined to reach you, how can they do so?
0: Uh, Twitter's a thing if you're interested. Uh, my handle whatever the heck it is uh on there is at underscore derpkin underscore that is at underscore d-e-r-p-k-i-t-t-e-n underscore and that's about it
1: all then um so uh yeah uh let me just let me just finish off by saying that the uh as usual the japanese the japanese box art i think is like much um you know i i think it's like very very cool uh it's very definitely anime style. But uh it's better than anything we had over here in the West of the time, but <laughs> I also find it curious I I, mean, I also find it curious that the actual words fire emblem are actually uh, fire emblem are actually spelled out spelled out on English on the cover. Yeah. So it's it's weird the hybrids it's weird the mixing of the mixing of English and Japanese uh sometimes. Well they do it. They do it mm-hmm. a lot they do it a lot yeah it, 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 it's just strange to see how they do it sometimes <laughs> yeah
0: i can read uh, that
1: yes <laughs> uh like you. Yeah. um I, uh, what cracks me up is that yeah what cracks me up a lot of times is that almost always the warranty information isn't like it's printed in english <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> along the warning this game's This game's meant for sale, for sale use, for sale use, uh, only in Japan. Like, do not... uh,
0: Not anymore!
1: (laughs) Right, so...
0: The FBI is gonna kick down my door. You're playing a Japanese game. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Yeah, it's... It's very strange. Actually, let me finish the episode on this, like, you know, like, uh, quick, uh, quick side tangent, because I always, because, because A is relevant, and B, I always found, you know, B, I, I always thought this was interesting. Uh, if you look at Super NES boxes over the years, uh, during, the, during the years the system boxes came out, originally, originally, when the system came out in North America in 1991, well, in the U.S., the boxes originally said for sale used use only uh, in the U.S., Eventually, they eventually got they eventually they, they got changed to for sale, for sale needs only in the U.S. and Canada. Then they got changed to for sale for sale needs only in U.S.A., Canada, and Mexico. And then finally got changed for uh, and finally like got changed to for sale needs only only in U.S.A., Canada, and Latin America.
0: My favorite part is when we annex Latin America. <laughs> I'm glad they can get video games now.
1: It, it's very weird. <laughs> Uh, so on that, like uh, uh, head scratcher, folks. Thank you again for listening, and see you again next time. Nintendo controls eighty percent of the video market, but no matter how
0: you play the game or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep-bom power. Greg, you're welcome to play pool with me, but I make sure that there's no pool in my pool table. I mean pee. Ah, damn oh. it, I screwed up the joke. <laughs>